0: I help people make so many. This is a this is an important piece. So um, I'm gonna I jump right like in. So my Slides transferred into PowerPoint, and so we're gonna hope that the rest of you just went. Okay, um, we're actually gonna start on this one. Uh, how many of you guys have seen a, a live human tower? Not yet. No. Yes, built. Can you turn the mic down just a little bit? I'm getting some feedback. Thank you. So uh, we, um, we go to Western Europe for their success summit each year because a good part of our organization is in Western Europe. And uh, one of the really fun things about their success summits, which this last year they had uh, over 2,600 people at their success summit for the Western European region is that uh, they will always have something that's done in the community where everyone gets to have this experience together. And so uh, this city that we were in, uh, we flew into uh, Barcelona, we're down in Tarragona for their success summit because they had outgrown Marbella which it had been traditionally before. And we watched, we got there early actually, before there was any people that was in this square. And we watched the prep work that happened before close to 40, 45 minutes, and if you look really closely, you'll see that there is fabric wraps, those those black wraps, around the waist of each person. And um, there is close to 70 or 80 people, uh, if you count the people that are on the ground, as well as the people that actually climb and create create the tower. So this was one of them. And uh, the reason why I bring this slide up is in the context of teamwork and building teams, which <clears throat> one, if, if you were the person that's at the tippy top, which is the place of highest risk, which one of the people on the team would you be willing to go without? <laughs> <laughs> well, none of <on> the bottom. <laughs> yeah. And so if you look at it in that context, sometimes, uh, from a mindset perspective, which is what we're going to start off a little bit with, because mindset works into everything. Sometimes it's easy to look at other people in in team in our team or in other teams, or maybe look at ourselves and go, oh, you know, well, I'm not, I don't make as valuable of a contribution because I'm not producing at the level that that person's producing at, or my business isn't that size, or I've never created the success that I know is possible that I really want to create for myself, and so you know. Psychologically, what we can do is we can put ourselves, like, well, we're on a team, we're part of a community, how you, know, you know, are we actually? And the truth is, is that yes, each and every one of us actually are. And I love, I love seeing this tower go up and this tower go down and all the, like, we have videos of it of what it actually looked like live. Uh, it didn't get embedded, it didn't transfer in the presentation. However, when you start to think about that from the context of team building and duplication, everyone that is going to see success in this business, that's a a critical thing to learn and then a critical thing to duplicate, right? So every team based on leaders are gonna have a different flavor. And it's not that there's a right flavor or a wrong flavor, like everyone has a different flavor based on their personality. And that's fantastic, right? Because would you agree that if you look at the team called Rick and Casey, That we are very different people. Yeah. However, is one relevant and the other irrelevant? No. Both are relevant in different ways. right? So when you start to think about how you are as a leader in your team, and when we talk about team in this context, it's going to be, I'm going to ask you to look at you down. Like your team is you. It stops with you. Your team is not your upline take responsibility for your business, that what happens in your business, the buck stops with you. What you're creating is from you down. And if your upline goes away, or if they all went away, it wouldn't matter because your team is what you're creating and building. So take some ownership of that. I think that's a really important place to start when we talk about this concept of duplication. In the same vein, which one of those flowers is more beautiful than the other? None of them. None of them. And so if, When we think about team building and duplication, we can stop the conversation of comparison. Um, There's a a quote that I read recently that said, comparison is actually an act of violence against oneself. And that when or if, probably more like when, um, for most of us as we see other people, while we might be inspired by what they're creating and doing, if we look at that inspiration and then compare it to ourselves in ways that are not healthy, right? That comparison becomes an act of violence against yourself because you actually do damage to yourself in that comparison. So, from this concept of building teams, I think this is really important. And in, in the context of duplication, this question of what if the only thing that stands between you and your dreams are the excuses that you have accepted as truth. Well, you know, I'm not confident enough, or I don't find the words quickly, or um, I don't know how to handle objections, or I don't like rejection, or uh, da, 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 da. all the things that can come up that are those things that Rick talked about that are the things that when they happen they create discomfort. Um, but when we avoid them because of the discomfort that's associated with them, that now becomes our truth and our reality because it keeps us stuck in those places. So to, uh, to <laughs> I love Yoda, um, he says, uh, I don't believe it, that's why you fail, right? And so then we look at, okay, well, what is a belief? And a belief is a thought that you choose to think over and over and over again. So what are the thoughts that you could choose to think over and over and over again, that are going to support you in what it is that you want to create, and what it is that you want to experience in this business? And then when you pick those thoughts and you repeat them over and over and over again to yourself, those become your beliefs. The same way as the default ones that you have right now that may be holding you back are ones that you've just kept telling yourself over and over and over again. So if you go back to what Rick was talking about from 100% Responsible, it's to look up and go, okay, great, if I have results that I'm not super excited about right now, uh, the only way I can shift them is to take 100% responsibility for the fact that I created them. And until I'm willing to take that responsibility, then nothing else can be different. Once I take that responsibility, I know that, oh, okay, if I want something different, I can create something different. And that's really where things start moving. So, one of the things that is, I found really important, is that some people will do the business when this comes to team building and duplication. And this will duplicate in your team if it exists in your mind. It's crazy how those things that don't come out your mouth but are in your head show up in your teams. Have you guys ever noticed that? Mm -hmm. And it's really painful to see in other people because you know the agony that person's going through because while the words haven't come out of your mouth, those thoughts have sat in your head. (laughs) And so uh, I love this because if in your mind you are duplicating, it doesn't matter. I'm not in the business until this happens or if this happens, in other words, I'm not in the business until I become a Blue Diamond or a Team Elite, or I'm not in the business, I'm only in the business if I become one of those and I'm 10 years in and I haven't. Like, until or if is not a way to effectively duplicate in a business. An effective way to duplicate and build teams is that I don't care how long it takes me. I hope it takes, you know, sooner sooner than later. However, I'm here and it's happening. Imagine if that is something that from a mindset perspective that you took ownership of and that started to duplicate in your teams and your organizations and people are actually out working and building based on, on that, it, it becomes really powerful. So uh these aren't Start All right, so Law of Sacrifice, uh, this is another piece of duplication and team building because who's familiar with what the Law of Sacrifice is? All right, so Law of Sacrifice is that to attain something of greater value, it means that you must be willing to give up something of lesser value. So if I want to go and grow a business, to whatever pen title or whatever you see your organization looks like, you must be willing to give up things of lesser value. Maybe it's your comfort. Maybe it's your convenience. Maybe it's being willing to work in a way that you've never worked before or at a quantity or a level that you've never worked before. But the law of sacrifice demands that based on the size of your goal will be the sacrifice or the amount that you pay in exchange to actually create it. And what that means, again, to tie back into what Rick said, is that when you say no to something, you're saying yes to something else, right? So all these things, these themes start to really tie, uh, they really start to tie together. Now, I'm about to blow your minds from a duplication perspective. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. How many people have actually gone through the numbers of what it looks like to double a penny a day for 30 days? Yep. Yep. One, two, three a lot of you. Okay. Mm. So the scenario here is not going to be I'm going to change the way that we look at this in that the doubling of a penny every day for 30 days we're going to call leverage and the $1000 a day for 30 days we're going to call linear income. So back to where we back to where we started a couple of nights ago was that if you're working for to get paid by the hour, by a salary, by the job, or by a commission, you're in linear income, which would represent the $1,000 a day for a month. And if you're building a business called New Skin, you have leverage. that's not 100% dependent on your time, energy, and effort. It's around the success of a collective greater whole. Now, the numbers, um, I'm gonna show in just a second, However, at the bottom you're gonna see that this in this example it's the power of um, it's the power of one duplicating. So let's talk about what the power of one is. The power of one is the power of one person, which is you. And you making a decision. So the, the literal world word which we talked about earlier this weekend, D side, means death to all other options. So you are the one that is making a decision, death to all other options, that I am doing this as a business. Regardless of how long it takes, regardless of what my journey life looks like, I am doing this as a business, and I am going to stick with this, and I am going to build it as a business. Knowing that you're gonna create your own experience along the way. That is one of the things of the power of one. The second thing of the power of one is having a ver- one message. That can be shared and that replicates quickly over and over and over again um, with the change and I'll be really transparent about this With the with the change uh, and impact of social selling that it moved its way into the North American market in 2017 our teams adjusted and we quickly got on that social selling um, bandwagon and we did see success we had some incredible growth that happened Um, However, there's a couple of downfalls with it, and that was that people learned that they could social sell anything. So there wasn't a loyalty to a company. There wasn't a loyalty to a long-term journey per se, because everyone was just moving so fast on this, you know, no charge to sign up business opportunity where we can help you make money immediately. Right? So like anything in life, there's benefits and there's drawbacks. You're never gonna have benefits that outweigh the drawbacks. They're generally the same. It's kind of, you just you pick which ones you're gonna go with, right? Um, however, after time went on, and about a mm, couple of years into that process, some people had stayed with it and kept focused. Other people um, were like, I don't like spending time on social media, and they went back to offline building. Some people developed a hybrid. And at one point, um, there was a conversation that we had within our organization on a leadership call and I was just you know taking inventory. I said I want you to imagine that I'm a prospect and that today I'm you're sitting in front of me and I say, yes I want to do this as a business and I went through each person and I said how would you start me in the business and they all have a different answer. That was an awakening because duplication had broken down because there were so many choices of so many different ways to do it. And when there's so many different ways to do something, not that there's a right way or a wrong way, or there's only one way to do it, you lose the power of duplication, right? And then what ends up happening is that people don't really do anything because they're so confused. <laughs> well, which way's better? Which way, which way should I do? Well, which which is going to work for me? And you bring all these things into the conversation that really can negatively impact business. So. Um, You know, from a leadership perspective, um, being willing to change and change as things change is incredible, right, because otherwise you become (coughs) irrelevant as things change. So in 2017 when that change started to happen, right, we went with the change. However, we're always looking at what is working and what can be improved, right? So at the point where things start to plateau, then it's like, okay, well, what's happening? Right? And this is what we do as leaders. We're always assessing and reassessing to, to look and to make improvements. So as we look at this um, idea of the difference of having leverage versus linear income, there is a significant difference in what is available when you are building with leverage when versus when you are building without. Right? And what we discovered is that in a pure social settling model, um, where there was no, and this was our experience, this isn't saying this was everyone's experience, because there's still people with a heavy focus on that. Um, but what our, what our experience was is that it was really effective to, um, as a funnel, to bring people to the table. Yet we also realized and learned that there needed to be something more that was going to retain people long-term with a longer-term vision that were in what I would say call, you know, would refer to as like, I'm married. When it it's very clear, if you look at the relationship with Rick and I, I am married. I don't have other men hit on me. I don't attract other men. My energy is shut off because I'm married, right? And same thing in business. I am married in my new skin business. There, it doesn't like there, that energy is is not something that's open, right? So here's where duplication becomes really, really powerful and building teams. So what I'm going to move on to share with you is oh, we don't want that slide to load. I want to take this idea of the power of one one step further, and that penny doubling a day. I want you to imagine now that that is a distributor doubling every month. So on month one, BA stands for brand affiliate. A bare part of the anatomy. <laughs> but BA stands for brand affiliate. And so imagine that in month one you're starting the business and you have one other person that starts the business with you, and your job every month is to find one person that wants to make money with a new skin opportunity. What we heard presented earlier is that 441 plan, right? Which where somebody's starting the business, they're starting off with 500 points, obviously, that makes them halfway to the LOI they're going to use products, obviously get on the ADR as they go, and in that 441 plan, you've got four new customers that that are happening each month as a result of going out and looking for the one. The one that is going to decide to do this as a business. So you see the power of what happens. Like imagine if you built a team that every month, their one thing to do, they actually executed that 441 plan where they found one person that wanted to build a business, and everybody was doing that same thing and picking up a couple of customers that were going to repeat, repeatedly use. Um, products month after month. At the end of a year, you'd have over 4,000 brand affiliates in your organization with many of them at respective brand representative titles. How amazing would that be? Yeah, Right? Now we're not talking people doing the business full-time, we're talking about finding one person a month and teaching everyone else to do the same thing and actually executing a part-time work plan that people find that. I'm gonna take it one step further, and before I do, I have to provide a big disclaimer, probably, well, no, John's not here. I'll a Nobody's face to right? <laughs> um, that this is a scenario by way of an example. I'm gonna say it's never gonna happen like this in your business. Uh, however, it, the point of showing you this example is to drive home two things. Number one, the power of duplication. Number two, the power of having one simple story that you tell over and over again, that can replicate quickly. And number three, this power of one person, like the one. You decide that you're the one and you're finding and your teams are replicating, finding one person each month. So this is this to me gets really fun because this is business. How many people that are in the room right now, regardless of where you're at in your new skin business, want to grow your income by a show of hands. All right, fantastic. So we are going to say that out of those 4,096 brand affiliates, that 80% of them, um, and this is over the course of a year, right? So if you get everybody running on the same track for a year that's focused, that's doing the same thing every month. At the end of the year, you have 4,096. However, we're gonna assume at the end of the year that Pareto's law of the 80-20 rule is gonna be at play. 80% of them are gone, right? they're gone. We don't know why. Just 80% of them vaporized. However, the 20% that stick around fall in love with the product, they're using the product, they love the product, at least 100 points per month on an ADR. The second thing that's going to happen is that just like you guys have in the 441 that's already set up, in your scenario, you're finding four customers a month. In this scenario, just for these numbers, every person has one customer a month uh, per, per brand affiliate. So that's 13 new customers over the course of a year and 819 uh, brand affiliates. When you take 80% attrition on that, look at those numbers. So your total monthly volume at the end of the year factoring in 80% attrition on customers and brand affiliates would put you at 15,000 a month. Is it ever gonna happen exactly like that? No. However, can you see the power of having focus, of having everybody working the same program, of having everybody telling the same story? And I remember in the business, growing up in the business, being coached and told, if you treat the business like a business, it will pay you like a business. And so when you guys are sitting here and going, well, yeah, everyone raised their hands and they want to make more money. Making more money does not come from growing your circle group volume to get paid 40% out because you're doing over 7,500 points a month. That is not where the 15 grand comes from. The 15 grand comes from building a business of distribution where you're finding brand affiliates that are picking up the customers that they're picking up along the way, but you've got people working and growing a business in their own time in part-time hours. And based on that 441 plan, what if it took you an hour to two hours for those four demos? We're talking eight to 10 hours a week of business if you were to execute the 441 plan. Right? Who doesn't have eight to 10 hours a week? The challenge is we lose the vision because when we're not seeing the money as fast as we want it to see, or we're not being as disciplined as we know we can be with our time, our energy, and our effort. Or we're not being as consistent over a period of time doing those things that are important and we're not replicating and duplicating those activities with our team until you're looking at it in numbers on the page like you see here you realize that the things that are easy to do are also the things that are easy not to do but oh my goodness what is the power in who could not find eight to 10 hours a week to build a business part-time and teach a very simple thing that replicates and duplicates. And in the process, love on people, meet them where they're at. If they're not ready, that's okay. But you commit to finding your one person each month and your teams are finding their one person each month. And to do that, you're gonna pick up those handful of customers along the way that are gonna to continue to feed that volume of of ADRs. Is that exciting to anyone outside mm. of group besides me? Yeah. All right, so I mean, even if you took that on the 80-20 rule and at the end of the year, 80% of it's gone, and then you took that year at fifteen grand a month and 50% of that went away, who would not kill to build a business in 10, 10 to 15 hours a week that at the end of the year, with all of that attrition, they're still at 7500 bucks a month? Yeah. That is an incredible business, you guys. Yeah. So I love looking at things like this because it clarifies and helps me focus, right? They say where there is no vision, the people will perish. This is the vision. Like, I have this up every day. I look at this every day. I'm like, I just gotta do one simple thing. I gotta find that one, right? And I gotta teach other people to find the one and work with them to do that. And we're all doing this on a part-time basis, and if somebody wants to do it more than that, that's fantastic, they'll go faster. But this is an amazing vision to work and to duplicate and and connect with as you are outgrowing and building business. So how does that tie into what is now going to become available in your market called the Loom Essentials Kit? Well, one of the most important things about this kit, and for those of you that are out building your business based on demos, is that when you do the half of the face for free and people want the other half done, your sales will go up two to three times if you have a brand new Loom Spa device to hand them that they take in that moment. Any, do you guys realize that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys know that. Mm. It's not about having 100 Loomis Fogs in your inventory. It's about having a brand new one to hand to the consumer in that moment. And in this, uh, this is not a consumption package. It is a business building package, right? So when someone's starting a business, their question is, how fast am I going to make my money back is generally the first question for people that have uh, any kind of financial money to ask husband, or to think about it, or it's not a budget. Well, that's not actually true. Isn't your real question how fast can you make your money back and what is it going to take to do that? And for most people, the answer is yes. So when you look at this 500 point package, it satisfies the 441 plan that you guys are already running on. But at the same time, when someone sells those two Luma Spa Essentials kits, which is the device plus the cleanser, they've made over 75% of the investment back. And who doesn't know two people that are going to want one of those devices? Right? At the same time, selling it at retail, you protect your retail profit for your time and energy that you're gonna invest and go do a demonstration on someone's face. So you're actually building a business. You're getting paid to build a business in, in doing that and protecting it. And after you have sold those two devices for retail and you've made 75% of your money back, you have everything that you need for yourself to use personally and to demonstrate with, plus a couple hundred dollars of free product that is built in to that. So an amazing value for somebody that's a business person starting a business. And then what is there to do each month? Well, it's your four four one one plan. You should go out and do your four demos a week, right? If you want to do more, you can do more. Teach people to do the same thing in that you're looking for the one, the power one. Who's going to be the one this month? and help your teams do the same thing. Who's gonna be the one? You'll pick up those customers and those ADRs that go with them. Now, um, does that excite anyone in the room outside of me? Yes. Yeah, like, how? Ex- you guys are really, mildly excited right <laughs> now. <laughs> like, I would not know that you're excited, actually, I would not ask the question, but look at your faces. <laughs> so, um, what I love about this is it's the most clear, simple, focused, easily duplicating story uh, that, that we've had in a while um, with the company on board and that things don't need to change as Boost comes in the market, things don't need to change as Nutrissentials comes into the market, the new version of it, because it's still going to run in a 500-point kit. We're still going to run the same duplication, and that's what's key, is that you can get in a groove, and you can run, you can grow, and you can build, which is really the key foundational essentials to being able to build an incredible organization within New Skin and leverage your time, energy, and efforts in a part-time basis while helping other people do the same thing. Now, uh, I'm going to close with this slide because there is, um, there's something about this slide that really resonates with me. And we talked about it a little bit earlier today in that the first presentation I opened with about not being normal, right? The people in this room are not normal. And it can become, um, as you look out into the sea of black umbrellas, that is where the masses of humanity sit. And when you're out actually growing and building this business and doing it, what you're running into for the most part every day is people in that sea of humanity that don't have the vision, that don't see possibility, that don't have desire, that have settled into whatever they've settled into for whatever reason. And so to actually go out and build this business and to do what it takes to build the business over a period of months and years and many years, it requires that there's a couple of things. Number one, Rick talked about it, right? The more you grow yourself, the more you grow your influence and the different types and the types of people that you attract, you work more on yourself than you do in your business while you're out doing the things to build the business and all those pieces start to come together. But it's not easy to stand in a place of different, even if it's remarkable. Because it goes against what the masses of people are doing. There's one of my favorite books uh, is by an author named Benjamin Hardy. And it's, uh, the title of the book is Willpower Does Not Work. And what he describes in there is how environment impacts us. And that it's not a matter of not being strong mentally. It's literally that we are a byproduct of our environment. And if you want to change, it's about changing the environment that you're in. So we are all here because we see and we want that change for ourselves. And we wanna find like-minded people that also are looking for and wanna use new skin as a vehicle to do that. But in the process of doing that, it requires incredible stamina and strength and courage to be standing different in a sea of humanity that is settling for mediocre for whatever the reasons are. Not that they're wrong, just that that's where they're at. And so as you're building teams, one of the most important things that you guys have and one of the things that Rick and I have been so impressed with in our time here is that you can feel, like we could feel the community and the connection. And how you will fortify yourself as you're growing and you're duplicating and you're bringing other people along with you on this journey is that you serve in this community of people that are like you, is that you get involved, is that you're contributing your time, energy, and efforts, that it doesn't fall on what everyone looks at and goes, well, they're clearly strong leaders, they'll do it. No, it's about you stepping in in every way, in every place that you can. And if you think that you're stepping in and serving and contributing in the community, you step into that next layer. Everything is about service. And as you serve, you create influence. And as you create influence, that's where you lead. And at the end of the day, when you go out and you build... Uh, what's possible to build here? It might look something like this. I'm signed up on this thing called tut.com where I get a note from the universe every day. Yeah. And uh, this is the one that came at the end of the year. It says, I want you to know, Casey, that I've ordered up another year for you. Insert your name instead of mine. I think I'll call it 2020. I'm going to put most of the same people from 2019 in it since you all think so much alike. But there's also going to be a few new, very cool cats coming to play. Give them some time to grow up, though. And I'm going to have things to start off pretty much exactly where they left off in 2019 for continuity's sake. Flips folks out too much when I don't. All in all, 365 more days in paradise and only one request of you. Dream bigger. Coolio, mm. let's do this. The universe. Thank you.